Welcome to the Alive Lauren podcast in the place of celebrating and leaning into juicy, soulful, whole living. Ah, welcome to today. And um, I'm going to start off with a share on a celebration of like conscious business and business as a force for good. So a while back, I did a podcast on the Unreasonable Group, and they've done like a partnership with Barclays, supporting entrepreneurs who are addressing social environmental issues with business solutions. So I popped up on one of my streams was this ad for like a three-part podcast series that they done on food waste. So something I thought was so stunning was one of the guys, so I'm sorry, I don't have the name of the business, but if, if you are interested in the podcast series, there are three. Um, and if you look up the unreasonable group, even on Spotify, you'll see there's one on like food waste because that's literally what I did. I saw a little video clip. I just looked up on Spotify. I was like, oh, I wonder if I can find it. And it was super simple to find. So there's a number of different like interviews and short little snippets. I love this one. So this guy was talking about there are so many like small farm, smallholder farmers, like geographically, globally across the world. And so many of them have like this mix of livestock and, oh, it was just so stunning because I think it's in Mexico or South America where it all started. But originally, I think the name was in Spanish and there was a very cool way in Spanish to say that like waste is not waste. It's just the like not appropriately allocation of resource. But there was a really cool, fun way to say it in Spanish that worked that didn't translate to English. So I actually don't know what the English version of their business is. But what is so stunning is like these farms, they often, I mean, they'll be growing stuff, plus they'll have a few cows and they'll have chickens and the cows produce manure and it lands up just, they don't have like a closed system to actually deal with the waste produced by the farm animals and even the other waste on the farm. So this they supply these closed system composters to these smallholder farmers. So they, it's, there's no smell. Cause some of them, like you're saying, one of these stories have actually like impacts these people. They were living, the father financially had gone to America to earn more money. Then him and the mom were busy on the farm. And like the part where the livestock were sort of attached to the home and you just constantly had this terrible stench of the manure. His mom was having respiratory challenges. And then by putting in this closed system decomposer, composter, where they'd put the manure and the other waste, like natural waste from the um, farm, and it was producing like an amazing fertilizer for their crops. So we're getting better quality crops, better yields. His mom's respiratory stuff was clearing up because she wasn't constantly exposed to the fumes and then all the flies and all the everything else that came along with it. So I just thought that was so stunning because, yeah, there's this, the solutions are coming on sort of like the vertical farming hydroponic, which I'll speak about tomorrow. But this was more like actual soil, the farmers, those smallholder farmers. And this is something that actually is like on a farm to farm basis, improving the quality of their lives, their experiences, their produce. I mean, the dad was able to return from America because of they were doing better, the quality of everything, the quality of their, their cows were better, their just, oh my God. Yeah. Um, so that was stunning. And then I had such a beautiful aha. So 
Wow, it's such a mix. Okay, so I'm going to start this off. I love this expression. The first time I heard it, I was like, what? It's one of those that kind of throws you off a bit, but like the more I res- like mull over with it and contemplate it, I'm like, wow, you start to make a difference when you realize there is no difference to make. So from a Peter Sage workshop that I attended a number of years ago when he was in South Africa, you start to make a difference when you realize there is no difference to make. And it is just so fascinating because like Mickey says, what we experience is so little. If you think about like what you're experiencing right now, you are seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching a certain amount of things in your reality right now. Okay, so in this exact moment, how many things in your exact reality around you are you not seeing, hearing, feeling, touching, tasting? Okay, then extend that beyond you to like your environment, your city, your country, your continent, the earth. Expand that to our solar system, the galaxies, the universe. Like there is what we experience is so teeny tiny weeny in relation to the whole that it is like negligible what we know. We really know nothing. So (laughs) it's like on one sense, even if the earth was hit by some major meteor and it just blew up. In the grand scheme of all the galaxies and everything, there'd be some sort of adjustment and everything would carry on. Expanding, growing, stars, birthing, dying, like it would just carry on. So it's so fascinating, this line of like, we're actually here in a way to shift. It's not about us, but about like, we're guests here. We get the privilege. Life is happening with or without us. We're not in control of our breath, of our life. Like at any moment, if we, our heart stopped beating or our, we stop being able to breathe, which is something Mickey was just chatting about as an example. It just, it's so true and so like vivid. We just wouldn't, it's not something we're in control of. It's like we get to be the consciousness aware of life's unfolding for the few seconds of a lifetime, like moments, glints, kind of like instance that is a human life. Wow. Wow. So it's also interesting though, because at the same time, it's more like, what can you do in service of the moment in front of you? I love that idea of Mickey's of like, how can the moment that passes before you be better for having passed before you? So it's more coming from a place of service as a place from what is the moment giving me, but more what can I give to the moment? Um, I just love it so much. And this whole thing of like, also like community and seeing, okay, so the thing, my insight, my aha was just more about... On the one hand, I'm saying about how you start to make a difference when you realize there's no difference to make and like serving the moment coming from a place of kind of service. But what was interesting as well, I just find also the idea of like collaboration and interconnection of how like our bodies, you've got so many organ systems and cells individually that actually collaborate for one whole entity to like be functioning and then if you look at ecosystems and bigger and bigger even the world in terms of like trees being the lungs so there's this constant sort of like balance and this ecosystem and this community element where there's something more that like interconnects all of us because there's something more that's interconnecting all these cells within one body you know within all the ecosystems and that was what I had this aha around was because I'm part of a group that did a Zach Bush, like an eight week module where it went through eight different areas of health. 
and then you only have access to the information for a year. So my group, a small group all over the globe, um, decided like we wanted to go through the material again. And at the moment, just with my kind of schedule and what I've got going, I just said to them, I don't know right now if I can commit to listening to the modules, but would you guys mind if I can just be in community with you? And I'm happy to sort of take less of a sharing space and just hear your sharing when we all have the call. So everyone was happy with that. But what I wanted to share was this like community intention vibe of how just, yeah, like you start to make a difference when you realize there's no difference to make. It's not that anything's wrong, but it's just like when you're coming in service, because the whole idea of being conscious of health and the pillars of health is more in service of life, that our consciousness is gifted a vehicle to experience this world in. So why not, to the best of our ability, try to keep it in optimal health? Because it's our gift. It's our car. It's like our consciousness. Like if you get given a car, you know, like you'd want to look after it, like our body, our avatar is our vehicle for our experience here. So to the best of our ability, to treat it well and give it the rest it needs, the nutrition it needs, the hydration it needs, because you're more here in service um, of the experience and then to be humble and to be appreciative and, and see what you can do to look after it. So we're in this nutrition module and I'm not listening to the videos, but then I've had an issue like my own personal challenge with eating late at night and sometimes I'm not hungry, but almost like a toddler in me being rebellious and saying, oh, you say I'm not supposed to eat late at night. Well, just watch me. Watch me. I'm going to eat late at night. And like for the longest, most weirdest, irrational time, I'm witnessing myself eating late at night and then going to bed. And even if it's something healthy, it doesn't matter. I just, I really resonate with the idea that our bodies do something different when we sleep. So it makes sense. Give them stuff to digest. Let them digest when, they're, when we're awake. And by the time you sleep, that there's nothing digesting in the tum-tum. So... This week, we're in the nutrition module, and it's been something that I've been lovingly so holding space for, and it's shifted. And just this week, I think I'm on like day five of having honored, I wanted to do an experiment as well. See, if I have my main meal, and I finish eating around three, four, and that's it for the day. I can have tea or like a, a broth at night, but like, that's it. No more consumption. And yeah, actually more just staying with tea most of the time. Um, but it's just been incredible how just being in community with this group, moving through this nutrition module has just helped like kind of me transition into actually taking action in this area. So yeah, wow. Just how sometimes holding space energetically in service of life and how powerful that can be and how powerful community can be. And these people, I mean, we're all on different continents and yet just energetically that support there. Yeah, I was like, wow. So here is to celebrating how just like energetically, the, the energy we do stuff with coming from a place of kind of service in service of life, the gift, the opportunity of just watching this glorious unfolding and yeah, for celebrating those people who are t following up with initiatives, using business as a force for good, for solutions, like these bio composters for these smallholder farmers, which is just win-win on every single front, which is just so much more in line with life itself. Because when you look at the cyclic economy of the natural order of things, everybody wins. <laughs> There's never a waste. Waste for somebody is, is somebody else's 
dream resource. So yeah, here's to celebrating cyclic economy within the human world too and human endeavors. Happy adventuring, precious soul. Until we meet again. Mwah.